Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. You are dancing. I am. You said, let's get it started. And I went, let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. And I'm just, it just won't let me go. Nope, there you go. Now that one's going to be in your head and in the head of everybody who's listening now. So You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Brainworm installed. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's it. Spirit Chirp isn't just about learning spiritual things. It's about issuing earworm, brainworm, song stickers. Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. There you go. So what's going on with you? What's happening before we get started on our, our episode today? No, I'm uh I'm getting my my outdoor space finished up. Nice. We've got our sofa in for the outdoors for the porch and we're Excellent. we're starting to build it and put it together and got the hammock up, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my husband decided to only half fill the hole with cement and so when he laid down it went <laughs> so, so we're uh we're gonna go back this weekend dig out the rest of the hole and fill it with cement yeah <laughs> it'll be fine it's, so, it doesn't hurt to do it twice right yeah, it's good it's fine it's all it's good fine. it's fine so, it's good fine yeah so um i'm not the one digging it so i don't care <laughs> let's be clear okay not my problem <laughs> 
So, yeah. So, and, and we got the uh, the gazebo set up. Oh, nice. And, yeah. And we got table under there and chairs. So, we're all set for entertaining the minute we can. Yeah, you you're know? ready. It's, it's ready. coming. We have the coming. outdoor kitchen. We got the outdoor dining. We've got the outdoor living. We've got the chilling cool and the fire pit and the raised bed gardens We're oh good. my goodness that yeah. sounds lovely it sounds yeah. lovely you should share some pictures of your new outdoor space in the spirit trip by kelly sparta facebook group so people can see what's going on out there as soon as it's done if they yeah. if they want a preview they can check out my tiktok but oh there you my go my tiktok is not very interesting just for the record <laughs> okay. but i did give a little tour of the yard so all right Perfect. Um, including the scary haunted house next door so <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are here today, not necessarily to talk about your outside yard, no, but to um, get back into the Chakra series. Yeah. So we're talking Chakra 5. We are. And I'm dressed in blue and you're dressed in blue. We are perfectly attired for the Chakra series. (laughs) Okay. Well, Chakra number five. Why is that? Well, because chakra number five is blue. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think we've talked about that before. Did we talk about the colors? I don't believe we did. I don't think we did. So uh, each of the chakras has a color that's associated with it. So the root chakra, which is the first chakra, is uh, red. And then sacral is yellow. And then the... Or orange, rather. Orange. And then the third chakra is orange is yellow yellow oh my god i can't talk today (laughs) okay so red orange yellow yes Yes. one two three four is green five is blue six is indigo which is the third eye and then seven is violet or white depending on which version of stuff you read now if you're playing the at home version of this game yes that was roy g biv or (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or the colors of the rainbow, as some people, you know, the spectrum colors there. So, <laughs> if I knew how to sing the colors of the wind, we'd be doing that right now yeah, too. There, that too. Oh, a, it's a song day. <laughs> oh man, I have got a soundtrack for you. <laughs> <laughs> so coming up from red to violet, coming through the the spectrum there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So we are on the blue. Chakra five, which is? Which is uh, self-expression. Okay. So it is the chakra in which you identify the things that are impacting your ability to fully express yourself in the world in your authentic truth. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, you know, different people have different blocks in this area. Mm-hmm. But there are some common ones that I come across. And so. And this chakra sits in your the area of your throat, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it's very definitely right around the vocal box, right? Okay. Voice box. Because go figure, that's how we express ourselves. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, and so the fifth chakra is about bringing yourself forward into the world. So it, it is actually interestingly related to the third chakra. Uh, pretty significantly because when we don't feel and the third chakra is our power center we'll get to that a little bit later but 
when we don't feel empowered, when we don't feel good enough, when we don't feel like, you know, anybody cares about us or that we're important to anyone, then we have a much harder time expressing ourselves. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if you've got any sort of social anxiety, you understand this, right? Mm-hmm. You just, you, you're like, mm-hmm, I'm going to be rejected. I'm going to go stand in the corner and pretend I'm not here. Right. That's, yep. that's a fifth chakra response to a third chakra block. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, when we look at the fifth chakra, we have to take into account that the third chakra is really impacting it. Mm-hmm. And so, Within the fifth chakra, there are uh, variations on a theme, really. Okay. When it's wide open, you are fully visible to the world around you. You are fully able to express yourself without fear of retribution, rejection, you know, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And you are standing fully in your adult self. Okay. okay. So, and I say that because, well, yeah, because it's third chakra related, right? Okay. So the, the inner child actually lives in the third chakra. But if you're fully in your, your authentic ex- self-expression, then you've also cleared the third chakra to do that. So that's okay. why I can say that. Okay. So we'll talk more about the third chakra. We may have to make it a little longer episode for the third chakra because it is complex. But the we're going to stick with the fifth chakra for now. I'm going to talk to you about some of the the most common blocks that we find in the fifth chakra because uh, these come up a lot, especially with people who are in the spiritual world, who are coming out of less than wonderful childhood environments and so on. Okay. So the first one I want to address is people pleasing communication. And by this, I mean, you know, you you don't tell the truth. <laughs> you tell people what they want to hear or, you know, what you think will be least offensive to them. You cater your your responses specifically to them. You become a mirror to others. You you in many cases, you're not even showing who you are. You're being a reflection of the person who's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I know I personally took great pride in my ability to do that when I was doing it uh, because I was like, oh, it's the ultimate honoring of the other person. Well, it's the ultimate dishonoring of yourself. And that's the other side to that. And so that's what I was doing at the time. And so uh, the people-pleasing communication is a a huge issue for a lot of people because they're conflict avoidant. That's typically where it comes from is conflict avoidance and, and fear of rejection. Okay. Yep. So when you're doing this, the, the irony is you're doing it to try and make people like you, but you're obscuring who you are so much that it's impossible for them to like you because they're not actually seeing you. Yeah. They don't even know you. So how can they like you? They know the person you're showing. Exactly. And so that's the ultimate irony. And the, the saddest part about being stuck in that pattern is that you end up feeling completely unseen all the time. And so, uh, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but I want to address the other piece of this that is similar in nature to it, which is, uh, dependence and asking for permission. And that's the other one that I want to talk about, which is 
when we are dependent upon others, and uh, when I say dependent, I don't mean interdependent. I right. mean, we are giving up responsibility for our lives in some way or in all ways to someone else. Okay. That's what dependence is. And asking for permission is, you know, getting somebody else to, to tell you whether or not it's okay for you to do some things. And so when you're doing this, it becomes pretty significantly problematic to stand up and speak your truth because somebody else has your power. Yep. That's what dependence is, is I've handed my power to somebody else. And now I'm going to spend the whole time hoping and praying that they're going to take care of me because I am incapable of taking care of myself because I've abdicated my power to them. Right. Yep. And so, uh, by the way, they never do take care of you very well, just for the record. It's, it's, and it's it's impossible and unreasonable of you to think that they could because they are running their own lives and asking them to run your life too is an unreasonable request. Yep. Now, these two patterns, dependence and asking for permission and people-pleasing communication are both functions of still standing in your child self. Okay. Because... They are manipulations to avoid abandonment. Okay. Dependence is a, I'm going to hand over my power to you. You're in complete control. Therefore, I can't be a bother. I can't be it's something unhappy to you. I'll only do what you tell me to do. You know, that's a child response. And yeah. then I'll, I'll be whoever you want me to be. Just, just love me. That's the other piece. Those are both child responses. And right. so ultimately, if you have those issues, you're still standing in your child self. And it's it, you need to uh, stand up as your adult self and take your inner child out of the driver's seat in these regards. Okay. Okay. And that means being able to face that, you know, they might not like you. They might reject you. But guess what? If they abandon you, you're not going to die right. because you are not a child anymore. Right. Yep. And so there's there's that piece. OK. The other piece that I see in this chakra most often is a fear of being seen and or a desire to be invisible. And those are different things. Mm. OK. The desire to be invisible is usually a function of your childhood was dangerous and your safety mechanism was to become part of the wall. Right. To be unnoticed, unseen. Okay. If you can't be seen, you can't be picked on or, or beaten or abused. Yep. And so being invisible was, is part of that dynamic, right? Fear of being seen is different because it, it's less about a single individual interaction with one person. And it's more about being seen by the world at large. And so usually this comes up with fears of public ridicule, humiliation, death. Okay. okay. And so this is a, this is a being seen by society being so recognized for you. So is the fear of being seen more aligned uh, exactly what you just said there at the end of, of being seen as who you are, the person you are versus the other one is being seen as a target. You're right. Um, is yeah. Protective. Okay. 
Well, they're they're a little bit of both. Yeah, okay? they're a little, one yeah. is being a target of an individual, and the other is yes. being a target of society. Okay, right. Yep. yep. And so, the the piece in there is about so the the with the individual, it's about acknowledging that you're no longer in that unsafe environment. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And that you can leave at any moment if you're in the, that person's presence, right? That you, you yep. can just get up and walk out. Right. Okay. You don't need to be invisible because you have control of, of where you are. Exactly. And the, the fear of being seen is a little more complex. It's actually a lot more complex because it can come from a variety of different places, right? Yep. So if you've got a big not good enough going on down in that third chakra, yep. <laughs> then uh, fear of being seen can be, it'll be about humiliation okay. right? and rejection. And so it'll be, oh, they won't love me. They'll, they'll reject me. They'll say that I'm a terrible person. They'll do bad reviews about me on online, yeah. you know, all of that. If it's about, Sometimes and and quite often actually it's a past life issue. Okay. So so many of us were gifted in past lives as well and we were killed for our gifts. Whether you were burned or stoned or drowned as a witch or you know as a, a healer or whatever. Uh there was a huge amount of death for being gifted in past lives and so that one shows up as a fear of death Hmm. and you know kathy uh had this one in spades she was absolutely terrified that somebody was going to come and shoot her and i had another friend of mine uh who she was getting ready to publish her website and she just couldn't get herself to press the the publish button on it because she just couldn't be seen And when we looked at it, it was a past life issue where she had been hung and hung badly. And she still had neck problems in this life. She was carrying forward from that hanging. And so in, in these cases, it's about acknowledging that you could die again for your gifts. It could happen. And just facing it and going, yep, could happen. Mm -hmm. Do I want to be small or do I want to live as the fullest expression of my authentic self. And, you know, I could die being hit by a bus or right. I could die being, you know, killed by a crazy, right? Do does it matter? No, we all die sometime, right? That's really yeah. what you got to look at. And for her, she had to, I, I had to look into the ethers and do the, the probability lines and say, okay, there is, there is one timeline I see in which case, in which you could be killed, but it is with a gun, not with a hanging. And she was like, oh, I could do a gun. That's okay. And she had published. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just how it is, right? You know, sometimes that's just how it is. So, you know, these are these are different pieces and parts. And there are other reasons why this happens for people. Um, but but these are the primary ones, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, the, the other piece in here is uh, blocked eloquence and fluid thought. Oh, okay. okay. What does that mean? Well, what that means is when you, and this is usually, again, a third chakra connection, right? <laughs> Lots of connections here. Lots of connections here. Yeah. And so when you are not, when you're up in your head about what you're going to say, 
it is very hard to be eloquent and to have fluid communication okay. that just flows out of you because you're thinking about it too hard and too much and you're grasping it and you're trying to control it and you're trying to adjust it. And is this the right thing to say? And when should I say it? You're so in your head that you can't actually get words out of your mouth. Yeah. Right. And so when you have third chakra issues around not being good enough and, you know, will people like me? Are they going to reject me? I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Then you are going to block your eloquence and your fluid thought. And that is going to block your natural charisma. Okay. So this again is a fifth chakra issue. Yeah. Third chakra issue manifesting as a fifth chakra problem. Okay. Okay. So these are, these are pieces and parts. Uh, you know, you're going to find that the chakras are wholly interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, but the third chakra is probably the most relevant chakra for most of my people because it impacts so many of the other chakras. Third and fourth are massively intertwined in general. Right. But for most of my people, the third one is the, is the one that impacts the most. And so the fifth chakra issues are often functions of third chakra stuff. Okay. So that's the fifth chakra. You know, what we're seeing here as we, as we continue down is that we're starting to see how they are not only connected to one another, as, as you've mentioned here already, but how block in one or an issue in one chakra really starts to affect the flow of the energy within your body in general. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there something that people can do to sort of identify where these blocks are? You've talked about being able to do this and help people find these in the past. What 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 should people be doing and, and what what can you do to help them with this? Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is that everybody has a lot of blocks. Okay. Okay. I just want to say that the blocks are represent- representative of where you are in your personal evolution process in this moment. Yep. And so what will happen is that each level that you evolve to will have its own challenges. And so it's it's like clearing the level of a game and having the new game level come up with all the new new tasks that you have to complete. It's exactly the same in your energy field. So okay. you may clear all of the blocks on this particular level and then a whole new set come up because you've leveled up. Yep. And now you've got your next layer of work to do. Okay. Remember your your spiritual work is actually a spiral and you're just spiraling in further and further into yourself. And so your blocks usually represent specific issues in your life. And those issues are like spokes on the spiral of your evolution. Okay. And so each level will have a something associated with that spoke. Right. And so, you know, this is the biggest thing I see. So what you were alluding to is, is energy scans, right? Mm -hmm. We do energy scans and what the energy scan is, is that we um, look at your energy field. We look at your aura and then each of the chakras individually. And we tell you what the blocks are that you have in each of those chakras, how those blocks are likely playing out in your life. And if there's a quick fix, we give it to you in the moment. If not, we talk to you about it at the end about how to structure something. That right. will help in the big picture. And so I get people come in for the energy scans and 
they'll come in and be like horrified every time there's a new one. <laughs> it's like, but, but there's so many blocks. Yeah, but typically the blocks are only related to like two or three issues. Okay. okay. And so, you know, don't panic at the number of blocks. Everybody has a bunch of blocks, like 12 to 15 blocks on average. Yeah. If you're close to clearing a level, then you might have six to eight. Yeah. But the moment that level's cleared, eh, you'll be back up and running with a bunch <laughs> of blocks again. Okay. So the, the key is to remember that this isn't about, and we've talked about this before, it's not about getting to the goal. Right. It's not about getting to the clear. It's about addressing what's true for you in the moment and, and getting happier each time. Right. It's an iterative process. And so what happens is that people come in, they do their first energy scan, um, and then they probably will come back and do another one in, depending on how fast they're moving in their growth process, they'll do it in six months or a year. Okay. I don't let people do it faster than that because almost nobody's moving fast enough for it to change in that yeah. time. Right. So uh, it's, it's a, eh, some people think of it as a report card. Mm-hmm. I don't really like to think of it that way. It's back on that completion track it's again. It's back on that completion track thing. But some people say, oh, I want my report card. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll fight that battle later. But, but the uh, but it's it's really a, a touchstone. Okay. You know, it sort of gives you an idea. It gives you some acknowledgement of the, you know, yes, the stuff you're doing is working or mm-hmm. no, it isn't. And maybe there's another path to take or whatever. And sometimes that's one of the other benefits of doing a scan is that, when we see all of the blocks together, sometimes we can say, oh, you know, this block over here you've been working so hard on and nothing's happening. It's because that is not the core issue. It is a symptom of this other block over here. So stop working on that and come work over here and this one will go away. Yep. Right. And that's something you can get stuck in that process for years. I've seen yeah. people get stuck for years working on something that is not the issue. And, you know, it's not that they weren't trying. It's not that they didn't make an effort. It's not that they they were being scared of the other thing. They just didn't know about the other thing. Right. And it took them years to figure out that the other thing was the actual issue. So, you know, this is one of those things where having the scan is helpful. Okay. Right. And because it is not the norm, you know, people go, oh, I know what a psychic reading is. And, oh, I know what a tarot reading is. And, yeah. you know, you say energy skin and they're like, mm, I'm not really sure what that is. <laughs> you know, right? So, because of that, um, we do a special on these every now and again. Okay. Okay. Only for your first time. Yeah. It's only valid if you've never had an energy scan before. Because the purpose of this, ske- this, this special is to give you the opportunity to try it out and see how valuable it is. Right. Once you've had one of these, you know how valuable it is and you don't have any problems paying full price for it. Okay. <laughs> but... We do the special to, to sort of introduce you to the concept because we know it's unusual. Yep. So when I say we, the, the special is going to be uh, for Kathy or Stephen. Uh, and Stephen was the shaman in training in episode, I think, 77. Something and like that, yeah. Kathy's doing the, the mythology series with me on here. So you've been hearing her. Uh, so you'll be working with one or the other of them. And it's $99. For the energy scan, which is a steal of a deal because yeah. it's normally two fifty. Right, that is okay. very good deal. Yeah, so uh, people are going to ask me how long we're going to do this. I don't know. <laughs> until you don't. <laughs> until until Stephen and Kathy get tired is the the real answer. Okay, <laughs> until they look at me and say, "Uncle," right? 
So uh, typically that's anywhere from two to four weeks. Okay. I don't know. So so get in uh, now. Get so, fit. <laughs> so basically, yeah, get in now. And we'll put the link in the show notes mm-hmm. to get you the special price on that. Because it's a different and link than the regular link on your website? It is a different okay. link than the regular link. Yeah, okay. we, this is a, we're not going to change the links on the website because then I have to change them back and yeah. I'm lazy. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's more work. So uh, we'll give you special links and... Uh, just click through and you'll be able to schedule with Kathy. You'll have to pay in advance and then she'll send you a way to schedule with Steven. You can schedule and pay at the same time. It's just up to you as to how you want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. They've just got their system set up a little differently. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's the energy scan special. And it's great. Uh, there are people, I, I, it's so funny. People come back to me and they say, you know, I just listened to my energy scan for like the eighth or 10th time. Mm. And I heard something I've never heard before. I swear it wasn't there the first few times I listened. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's what your brain does when you're not yeah. ready to hear it is that it just <laughs> distracts you when it's playing or it you hear it and then you go, if you immediately forget it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. your brain's defense against evolution. <laughs> it's like, that's your ego going, no, we're not ready for that. <laughs> They're super in-depth. And just to give you an idea, unlike with a tarot reading or something like that, um, typically what happens is you get on the call. The person says, hey, you know, is this still a good time? Yes. Okay, great. Do I have permission to enter your energy field? Here's how this is going to work. Do you have any questions? No. Great. Let's get started. And then they talk for 45 minutes to an hour straight. And they might, they might go, you still there? (laughs) (laughs) Just to make sure you haven't dropped off the phone. But if you never say anything, they'll just keep talking. Yeah. Okay. Because they're reading your field and we do it over the phone instead of over Zoom. And we do it that way for a reason. It's because we don't want you to think that we're reading your micro expressions or your body language. Right. And it's entirely over the phone specifically. So, you know, we're tapping into your energy. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And it is recorded. Yep. So you will have a recording to listen to later. Um, So when I say it's over the phone, we do it on Zoom, but we don't put video on. Video, yeah. Okay. Because of that. And so you'll get an audio recording of it. Then we use Zoom because it's easy to record. So (laughs) there you go. So that's what to expect. All right. So we have now officially from a chakra perspective, moved effectively out of the head area. Yes, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) We're moving down now into the trunk. And and that's where we'll be next time. Exactly. We just talked about that. Yeah, yep, exactly. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Well, this is great. Any Kellyisms before we wrap up here? Sing your song. Sing it loud and true. Perfect for your soundtrack day. <laughs> sing, sing a song. There you go. Another sing one out popping loud, in your head. Sing out strong. Yeah, don't get me started. No, no, you're already started. There's no, that has nothing End to do with fast. the rest of us. Run, run away. Oh, Save yourself. All right, I'm going to end this before it goes on forever. That is all that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C., here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to 
Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now. Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to KellySparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.